Welcome to the NTD Leadership Podcast, a resource for the ministries and ministers of the North Texas District. This is Robert Miller, the host of the NTD Leadership Podcast and director of the NTD Church Loan Fund. The resource we wanted to bring you today is from a conversation that I was privileged to be a part of with one of our churches in our district, the Grace Place in Arlington, Texas. I was invited to be a guest on a resource they're providing for their church every week, and we specifically talked about personal finances uh, during this COVID-19 timeframe. And I felt it was some great information that we can bring to you today. So after this introduction, we're going to take you to the conversation that I had with Pastor Landon Oral. He's the executive pastor at the Grace Place Church. And we'll come back when we're done and wrap it up. Thanks for listening today. God bless you. Well, let's transition into what we're talking about today, our financial health. And, um, you know, when we talk about financial health right now, especially uh, we get a lot of negativity when it comes to finances. There's always, you know, it's like, don't talk about money. We don't want to talk about it because it's always, there's just something negative about it. And so mm-hmm. I'm sure uh, during this season, you've seen a lot of people reacting different ways to their finances, whether it be positive or negative. So I want to shine a little bit of light on the negative side. So let's kind of talk about what are some negative reactions that you feel people may have had during this season that could really kind of have be detrimental to their financial health. Is there anything that you've kind of seen that you're like, you know what, that's, that's, that's probably taking them a little too far maybe, or, or something to that effect. Sure. Well, that's a great question. Let me just preface it by saying first, Pastor Landon, that, you know, when I, when I share on these things, uh, it's not because of my, my title or my degrees, my experience. Uh, I have found that uh, there is a lot more caught than, than taught in my own life. Yeah. I've made my own financial poor decisions. I've learned from those things. I think God uses everything in our life to teach us if we'll allow him to, to, to learn from it. And so, so much of what I've learned is through my own uh, you know, it's amazing uh, uh, what you can learn if you allow God to speak to you through your own mistakes and challenges and, and choices and decisions. And so I'll tell you the, the number one greatest thing that I'm seeing, and, and even I've had to process in my own faith uh, right now is fear. Yeah. Uh, people are, were, were inundated with negative news, bad news, uh, just turned on the news this morning for a brief moment, uh, getting ready to head to the office and, uh, 26 million now unemployed Great. Wow. Uh, more than 10% of the workforce now unemployment. And they're wow. expecting this to maybe double before this is all said and done. And, uh, you know, uh, it, it's just negative, overwhelming news. And yeah. it's so easy to, to, to fill yourself with that information and for that fear then to drive your choices. And I always say this, emotions will lead us to make bad decisions. Mm. Uh, if, and fear is an emotion. And yeah. I love what scripture says in 2 Timothy 1.7 that, that God has not given us that spirit of fear. Uh, it's okay to gather information. It's okay to be in tune with what's going on. To, but use that as a, as a point of prayer, not as a point of decision making. Right. right. Uh, so God has not given us that spirit of fear. He's given us a, a mind, self-discipline, power, love. And uh, I, I love this song that I heard the other day. It just came on when I needed it most. I love how God does that. The Holy Spirit does. It. Absolutely. It a song that says fear is a liar. Mm. And, uh, you know, I was just I, I was just in my own time of just processing some information. 
I've been so busy working for other people, for the church, for the kingdom, that I haven't processed what we're going through that much myself. Wow. And the other day, I was kind of having one of those moments, and that song came on, and I just, I said, Lord, thank you. And I just took a moment and paused. And so I would just say fear, you know, be careful what you're filling yourself with. Fill yourself with some positive. There are great reports going on out there of how God is doing some incredible things through the local church, through communities. Absolutely. Fill yourself with the good news uh, to, to overcome that fear. Absolutely. So you don't make bad decisions. Absolutely. I love to, I love been seeing the, uh, when I'm on social media, cause yeah, there's a lot of negativity, but mm-hmm. there's been some great positive things in a lot of the churches and not just churches, but nonprofits and everybody Absolutely. has gotten creative during this time to really, you know, care for people. And it's, and it's been great. You know, I love, I don't know if you've caught it, but I love, uh, John Krasinski watching his some good news. Yeah. And I'm like, that dude gets it, you know, like, let's, let's do that. And the fact that he threw a virtual prom, I think it was Friday night. And I'm like, cause you know, our seniors, man, I, I can't imagine what they're going through right now. Yeah. But, I, I'd love to so, see how all, all spectrums of life are going through the same thing. Yeah. We're all quarantined. We're, we're all in this together. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're a movie star, sports star, exactly. you know, exactly. or just normal people like us. Uh, absolutely. You know, we're absolutely. all dealing with it the same way. So absolutely. Well, um, we talked about the negative. Let's kind of now look at the positive because there have been just like what we were, what we were talking about with some of the positive things that have happened and people have gotten creative. Well, the, the government's also, you know, provided some unexpected blessings to, to, to families as well too. And so we've, you know, a lot of families have received a stimulus check, which has been a, a great blessing um, for many. But a lot of times when we get, you know, money, it's like, Oh man, I can kind of, you know, I've gotten, you know, I'm getting $3,400 for my family or whatever, and I can go out and spend it and all of this. And man, I could really, really use a new TV right now or something, you know, because it's just an unexpected blessing. But what have you seen or what would be some recommendations that you would have for families as they're receiving this money, this, this stimulus check? What would be some recommendations that you would have for them? Sure. Well, I, I would first just say count it as a blessing. You know, yeah. I know there's political thoughts behind it and there's a lot of different things people want to talk about. But at the end of the day, if you've done things the right way and you get the money, it's free money. You're not going to you're not going to pay it back through your taxes. I know generations to come are going to pay it back through national debt and all of those, those things. But so I would just say, first of all, uh, and, and uh, Pastor Mike, I'm sure we listen to this. So uh, this is this is groundbreaking. This is this come on, is uh, come on, come on this is it. big stuff right here. Here's number one. Tithe. Come on. Good. Give your yeah. first fruits of free money. Right. Yes. yes. Uh, you know, I, I'm telling people uh, uh, just because of the source that came from God is still our ultimate source. Right. Absolutely. Uh, so give your first fruits, bless your local church. Churches are still operating. Churches are still meeting needs and they're even meeting more needs right now, helping even more people. So, so tithe uh, right off the top. As soon as we got our direct deposit, I was online uh, making my, making my tithe uh, right away. Uh, before we decided anything else to do with that. And then from there, you've, you've got to look at your situation. So some people have been laid off, furloughed. They've, uh, you know, maybe they're self-employed, so they're not making sales. They're not, you know, their business isn't able to operate right now. Uh, so maybe this stimulus was a replacement income for you. You know, it was a yeah. stopgap. It was a fill in the, in the blank time for you. And then for some people, this was, a, this was a time where you're still working, you're working from home, you're still getting your salary and your benefits and your pay and all those things. So, so this was additional cash for you. So there's kind yeah. of two lanes you have to look at. If this was replacement income, uh, then obviously, you know, it wasn't enough to replace too much income. 
right? right. It's just a right. stopgap. You're still going right. to have to make some budgetary uh, hard decisions and, and big decisions possibly to get through this time. And so really that just fills in the blank for you. But if this was additional cash, if, if you're still getting paid, everything is fine financially, and you haven't been impacted yet by this, and I use the word yet, I'm not to speak doom and gloom, right. but we don't, know what, we don't know what next is. We, right. we don't know what the new normal is yet. Absolutely. So here's what I'm telling people. If you've gotten this and you haven't yet been impacted, just save it. Stick it aside, put it in savings. Don't touch it right now. Uh, wait this out. Let's make sure your company's not going to be impacted by this. Let's not. Let's make sure this isn't going to be stretched out another 30 days, 45 days, or whatever. Stick it back, save it. I know the temptation is to take advantage of that Best Buy TV sale right now, uh, <laughs> you know, or, or pay down that credit card you've been working on. And I yeah. and I get those things, but just hold off. Uh, we're in the state of Texas. I know our governor is going to be speaking on the 27th of April, mm -hmm. uh, making some major announcements about reopening our economy. Yes. So wait a week or two. Let's let's just wait this out. Save it. Sit on it after your tithe. You know the rest of it. Save it, and yeah. uh, let's see what happens before we make any decisions with it. That's good. That's some good advice. Some great recommendations there. So um, kind of segue now into um, you know kind of the overall because there are some decisions that we're having to make financially right now, and some of them are easy and some of them are, are, are harder. Um, at this time. So what are, as, as you look at your family and, and, and look at how you're trying to stay on budget and everything, what are some easy decisions that we could make right now that would have a good long-term impact on our, on our finances moving forward? Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I think, you know, it's interesting, uh, the, the new words that we're, we're using. There's some new lingo, uh, yes. you know, going around uh, with this COVID-19, corona, coronavirus stuff. You know, social distancing is one of them. Uh, you know, flattening the curve. We're, yes. we're hearing all these new uh, terms that are being used. But here's another one that I'm not necessarily uh, in agreement with, and it's the term non-essential. Mm. Uh, you know, we've, we've made certain businesses and employees all of a sudden said, oh, you're, you're non-essential. Mm. And uh, if we're not careful, somebody can take that personally and say, well, that's my worth, you know, that's right. my business. Right. How, how right. Am I? And I get the term behind it as far as from a safety and a necessity standpoint yes. of yes. why we made that. But I, I just think we could have came up with a better term. Right? <laughs> I'd like to talk to that committee that made that up, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, somewhere. Uh, but here's what I will say. Um, I think in, in regards to finances, there are some non-essential things, some decisions yeah. we can make uh, that are Absolutely. pretty quick and easy. Uh, you know, right now there's some memberships that you're getting to your, to your gyms or to, you know, some clubs or to, to some things that you can cancel. Uh, you know, we have those subscriptions that add up every month and yeah. you're at home right now and you're thinking, well, I want my Netflix and Hulu and Disney plus and all that. But at the same time, you're at home right now, get outdoors, get some projects done, cancel yeah. those things. Don't sit in front of the TV all the time. It's amazing how four ninety nine and fifteen ninety nine and seven ninety nine, man, that adds up to a, to a car payment or two you know, to, to something a lot bigger uh, before you know it. So, so cut out some of those things. You should have some natural savings right now, right? You're not doing routine auto maintenance because you're not driving as much, yep. uh, much, uh, you know, there's some things you can kind of delay and put off, uh, you know, some, some special things that you were working on. Uh, so those are just some non-essential easy things you can do. Then there's some essential items that you can do. Uh, you know, we're a family of six, you have kids, you get this. Uh, one thing we're finding is we're a family that ate out quite a yeah, bit, probably yeah. too much. And, yeah. uh, you know, we ate out on a budget, obviously. It's not like we ate fancy all the time. Right. Uh, uh, 
you know, we would look for the kids meal specials for 99 cents and those kind of <laughs> things, you know. Uh, but, uh, you know, we've simplified our meal time. We're, we're grocery shopping, doing uh, the, the drive curbside order pickup. Man, that's the greatest invention ever. Uh, we were doing that before this, but right, it's even right. greater now. We don't have to go into the stores. But you know what we have found? Our, our family is enjoying the family time more than the, the quality of the meal. That's good. Uh, you know, so sometimes it's just simple meals, just simple meal prep. You know, uh, we have nights at our house where we call it just whatever you can find night. Oh, uh, fun, and it, fun. it's amazing what you can find that can in the pantry <laughs> or that easy sandwich or, uh, and then we have leftover days, you know, after yeah. a few days of cooking, you may have three or four dishes of leftover. So it's just, yeah. Hey, first come first serve, heat it up and it's yours kind of thing. Uh, so just simplify your meals, simplify, you know, you shouldn't be eating out doing those kind of things right now. Uh, and then just be good stewards of what your energy, right? I mean, uh, you'll hear if you're a fly on the wall of our house with all our kids, turn off the lights, turn off the lights. Are you done in that room? <laughs> Are you done in that hallway? Turn off the light, turn off the light, turn off the light, turn off, you know, uh, it's just, but it's amazing energy consumption. And then the weather is beautiful right now. So yeah. we're opening those windows every That's day, great. turning off the AC. It's amazing how much energy you save with that AC not running around the clock. That's true. You know, crack That's open true. the windows during the day or the evenings to get some of that fresh air in, vitamin D in, you know, the sunlight. And uh, so just be good stewards of those. Those are just some easy things, you know, so you can do right now. That's great. Those are some great, uh, great, easy decisions that can be made right now that will have a, a good impact on, on the, your finances moving forward. Now, obviously, though, because we talked about the easy, there are some harder decisions that have to be made because, you know, bills still got to be paid. You've got to, sure. you know, you got to take care of your family and everything and, and, and be the provider and all of that and, and everything. So there are some harder decisions. So and especially for those that, you know, may have lost their job or may be furloughed right now. Um, people are having to look at their, their budget and be like, well, I just don't, I don't have the finances right now because it's not coming in. So what are some recommendations that you would have or maybe some tricks that you've seen that could help in making those harder, big decisions that, that need to be made? Sure. Well, let me just share a few things that I've, I've done research on or I've encountered personally as well that's going on right now. Here, here's the one big one. Uh, insurance companies know we're not driving as much. We're yeah. not traveling as much. We're not commuting for work. Uh, I know of two major insurers right now, all state and state farm. So your company is probably included in this as well. Our company just immediately said, Hey, we're cutting your bill by 20% for the next <laughs> 60 days. Cause we know you're not driving. And uh, so our insurance was safe. So, so contact your insurance company, see if they're doing that. We have a teenage driver. So 20% is huge. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Right now. <laughs> uh, we'll take anything we can. So, you know, there's some bigger things that you need to look at, take advantage of uh, auto insurance here. Another one right now, if you've been impacted financially by this, uh, you may be in the middle of your debt snowball plan and trying to get out of debt, but I'm telling people right now for the next 30 to 90 days, make your minimum payment due. That's mm. it. Cover the interest, free up some of that cash right now. You can jump back into your plan in a few months when things get back to a little bit of normalcy, Yeah. Uh, you know, make your minimum payment. So that'll save you a little bit. Uh, <clears throat> let me talk about a big one though, if I can for just a minute, Pastor Landon, there's so much information out there. Uh, that I always see, say seek wise counsel. So I want to give some wise counsel on this. There are a lot of payment deferral options being talked about right now from mortgage companies, car companies, auto company, auto loans, uh, student loans, all, all your big things. And uh, uh, I want to talk about the difference of deferment versus forbearance. 
Yeah. Uh, because there's a lot of confusion about this. The media, a lot of times, doesn't say exactly what they're doing. And then how companies are doing it is different. So here's the first one. Deferment is a better option if your company offers this because a deferment is just pushing the, the interest to the end of your schedule. So if you've got 21 years uh, left on your mortgage and your mortgage company is saying, hey, we're going to defer <clears throat> your mortgage payment for three months, then that just means you owe 21 years and three months now on your mortgage. That interest just gets pushed to the end. But here's the little more dangerous one, Pastor Landon, that, that people need to understand is if your company is offering a forbearance, mm -hmm. that just means your payments are paused but must be made up at the end of the forbearance schedule. Mm. So some mortgage companies are saying, yeah, hey, we'll forbear your mortgage payment for 90 days. If your mortgage payment is $1,500 a month, let's say, or $2,000 yeah, yeah. a month, at the end of that three months, you're going to owe $6,000 at one wow. time. Wow. It's just a forbearance. Yeah. It's a pause. It's not a, yeah. it's not a deferment, right? Right. And so here's the catch in the fine print is if you don't have the $6,000, which most of us probably won't at that three month period, <laughs> then they get to do what's called a loan modification. It's basically a mini refinance of your loan. Right. And what happens is most of us have taken advantage of the great interest rates in the market the last mm -hmm. couple of years. Rates are higher now and they're going to be able to get you at a higher rate. And wow. you're going to lose that lower rate. So just be cautious, read the fine print That's on good. any uh, forbearance. But I will tell you, most of your Bank of America's Wells Fargo, Chase's, all your large companies, they're getting some assistance from the government. They've built in this to be able to give you a deferment for uh, one month or two months yeah. on your mortgage, yeah. your auto loan. Uh, all federally uh, insured student loans are automatically deferred right now. That was automatic. You don't even have to request that. Uh, so, you know, there are some things uh, that you can do there. And then here's the last thing I'll just say about this. Um, if you have been impacted by this, is temporarily, let me just underline bold, you know, temporarily, yes. hear my word, uh, stop your contributions to your retirement, to your college savings funds, to your health savings accounts. Listen, if you can, now's a good time to invest. Oil prices are down, stocks are down. Now's the time to buy low so you can yeah. get high, right? Yeah. Uh, but if you need to, if you've been impacted, stop those things right now. 30 days, 60 days. It's just a pause. It's just a yeah. temporary pause. Uh, and, and that could help you. So those are just some bigger, harder decisions That's great. Uh, that you may have to make. That's great. I think those are all great um, decisions that can help. And, and, you know, again, decisions that we're making now are going to impact our long term. And so if we're making smart decisions now, even in a season of uncertainty and doubt and confusion and all of that, it's going to have a greater, a, a, a more positive impact as we, when we get out of this and whatever the new normal looks like and everything. So those, that's some great advice, Robert. And I think that is some, some definitely some things that people can implement right now um, moving forward because I have seen it too. I mean, I get an email every day from people like, Hey, we want to work with you. We want to work with you. We know this yeah. is a tough time on everyone right now. So that that's the cool thing is people are willing to work. Companies are willing to work with you right now, your, your credit right. card, because they know that money's tight right now. And so that's, that, again, talking about people being creative and helping, you know, America has come together to try to help one another. And I that's think that's, yeah. it's, it's a great thing to see. So, you know, some, some good news again, Absolutely. that we're seeing um, happening in, in, a, in our nation and everything. So, um, well, here's another thing that's kind of happening now because we kind of kind of mentioned about the virtual prom thing that happened. You know, a lot of seniors are, are getting ready to graduate. And of course, this is a really unique time for them because they are not being able to do the things that they would normally get to do as seniors and in, in, in even yeah. their high school career and, and even college seniors for that matter. And so, uh, you know, they're, they're not going to school right now. I mean, they're still doing online and everything, but there is a little bit more time on their hand. 
um, that maybe they've not had before. And so maybe parents are, are listening to this and maybe even some, some high school seniors or college seniors or whatever are listening to this, uh, this uh, Friday Spotlight. Is there anything that they could be maybe doing right now to kind of help them with their money management moving forward? Because I, I, I know when I was a freshman, that was not something that was really taught to me. Um, and especially in high school, but definitely in college, I didn't get a lot of this is how I should, you know, be taking care of my finances and everything. So what is some advice that maybe you would have for parents or maybe even high school seniors, college seniors that could help them in their money management moving forward? Well, uh, yeah, this is something I'm passionate about because I wasn't taught this. uh, Yeah. And uh, I I got a job at a bank out of high school. You know, that's when I started my banking career and I was exposed to money like I never knew about, you know, and uh, I still remember getting my first credit card offer for a $2,000 credit card. As soon as I went to college, I I barely had a job, (laughs) uh, but I'm 18. I'm on my own. I'm like $2,000. What? You know? (laughs) Uh, And, and so I, I would think first of all, uh, if you're if you're about to go off to college, hopefully it's not too late if you haven't started doing some of this yeah. education, right? But right. Uh, but I would say the first one is debt education. It's so important. Uh, they are, you know, as soon as they turn 18, they go off to college, they start applying for things. They're going to start getting credit card offers. They're going to mm-hmm. start getting, you know, short-term financing offers. They're going to see these as ways to get some quick cash. Mm-hmm. Uh, so debt education, they need to understand. I, I know we work hard with our kids to, to implement, you know, uh, uh, allowances and budgets and tithing and all those kind of things. So when they're older, but that's, I work in that field, right? It's something I'm passionate about. So I know not everybody thinks those ways. A lot of people just, just keep feeding the machine of the kids, you know, they need money. Here you go. You need this, they buy it. And, And so maybe you haven't spent that time to prep for them to have their own bank account yet and their own, uh, you know, money management and debt and all those kind of things. And so I would say sit down and work on a budget. There are so many great budgeting resources out there for young people and for families to start looking at. But, but I would say being proactive rather than reactive always wins, right? Absolutely. So, uh, and then here's the third thing I would say uh, for especially a young person about to go off to, to college this may not be popular. Some people may mute me right now, but it's okay to work a little bit while you're in school. Yeah. Now, yeah. Depending on your degree and your workload, I get that. I'm not saying you got to work a full-time job. I worked full-time, pay my way through college, right? But I think if a young person contributes a little bit to it, it means so much more. Absolutely. Rather than you just feeding it all the time yes. and saying, hey, I'm going to put so much in your account every month. Yes. And I, I have found my oldest is finishing her junior year. So we're not even to college yet, but it's all the time. Oh, daddy, I need a little of this. Daddy, I need some extra for this. And, and if you're not careful, you just keep feeding it, feeding it, right, feeding it. Right. And, and there's no budget there. So it's okay for them to work a little bit. My Absolutely. high school junior works right now to contribute to her, her expenses. And uh, so find a, find a part-time way to generate some income. Let me just give one resource here too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if uh, yeah, people we can see it. this. Yep, yep. Uh, there's a friend of mine. His name's Joe uh, Sangle. And uh, he's the founder of uh, I Was Broke, Now I'm Not, Enjoy Stewardship. But he wrote this book that's uh, it's a real short read. It's like 90 pages. But it says, what everyone should know about money before they enter the real world. Okay. <laughs> so, hey, come on. Uh, come it's on. basically written to, to kids going into college. And it, it just great. talks about things. So you can jump on Amazon and get that. Uh, yeah. It's just a 
few dollars, uh, but uh, have every kid, uh, student read that before they go off to college. Great resource. Absolutely. We'll make sure to put that when we post this, we'll put that in the comments. So awesome. you'll see that link there and we'll have a link to where that they can um, get access to that. But that, perfect, man, the more resources you can get access to and everything, it will definitely, definitely help you because there's a lot of people that that know and have lived it. And just like you said, you have to, sometimes it's gotta be caught more than taught. So, yeah, yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, but definitely would love people to be taught. So they're not having to catch it moving, moving the forward. hard way, <laughs> the hard way. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, well, Hey, let's um, get another question here for you that kind of takes us more. We've, we've talked a little bit about, you know, creative ways and everything. Um, but individually, you know, what are some practical ways that we can help care for others financially during this season, uh, especially when the present situation is demanding that we, we need to hold on to our money and everything. You know, what are some practical ways that we could help uh, care for others financially? Well, I think uh, <clears throat> this is something I'm, I'm, uh, I preach a lot about this uh, because I'm so passionate about it. I believe that generosity wins. Yeah. Uh, Jesus led in generosity. For God so loved the world that he gave Yes. His one and only son, Jesus, right? I mean, that's the foundation of our faith that God gave Absolutely. something to an undeserving body, a person, us, you know? Uh, so Jesus led in, in generosity and uh, the Bible tells us that we'll be known by our fruit, yeah. not by the sticker on our car, not by the online service we attend. They'll know it by the fruit that we produce in our life. So what of more of a greater platform have we been given in our lifetime to generate some spiritual fruit yes. in helping people. Uh, we have, you're at home with neighbors and I know you got to do social distancing and all that, but there are so many opportunities before us to be a light uh, in yeah. a dark time to people who need it most. So, so Jesus led in generosity, trust God, even if you've been impacted financially, you can still find ways to help other people. And here's what I tell people, be led by the spirit, be in tune with that voice That's of God. Good. He may That's say, good. Hey, pick up a meal gift card for that neighbor, for that coworker who's been laid off, for that family who is maybe going, has somebody in their family who's sick, yeah, struggling yeah. with the COVID-19, right? They're in the hospital. And here's what I found. It's not the amount. I mean, we were taught this as kids, right? Yeah. It, it's the thought that matters. That's right. That's right. right. It, it's That's not right. the amount. No. You know, I think too many times we get hung up on, I can't help with something big, but it's the thought. Yeah. People will know that you care because you took the time to do something. Absolutely. Uh, so it's not the amount that the, it's the thought. And then here's what I also would say about this. And, and this isn't a new quote to me. I've heard this and I've said it for years. Do for one what you wish you could do for many. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think that's so good. Start with one. And I promise you, God is the provider and God will return it to you. 10, a hundred and a thousand fold. If he knows your heart and you're doing it for the right reason. So just lead in generosity, be generous, look for opportunities, hear from God. And I promise you, God will give you more than you can handle. Come on, come on. That's great. Yeah. It, it really, I mean, Grace Place Family, if you're listening to this, it's all about being caring people, caring for people. That's really Amen. what it amounts to. You know, our I pastor has preached that vision. That's his vision and everything. So we definitely uh, want to continue practicing that even when we can't be in a physical building, you know, and everything. And so uh, that's, a, that's a great word, Robert. So, uh, well, as we wrap this up, uh, this interview, uh, is there anything else that maybe you've had on your mind or anything that you would like to add that you've seen has been a benefit for financial health during this time? Is there just, just something that maybe God has laid on your heart you would like to share? Um, so to kind of open the floor for you to be able to do that for the, for, uh, to close this out. 
Sure. Let me give one practical and one spiritual, if that's okay. okay. Uh, that's absolutely here's cool. the first. Here's the first practical uh, right now. We're all spending some time at home. Uh, let, me, let me just say this. Generate some side cash. Mm. You know, mm. uh, clean out some items. Uh, sell some things on Craigslist. Swap and shop on Facebook, whatever, eBay, you know, whatever you can do. It's amazing how you got a $20 item, item a $50 item. I found an iPad I could sell that I wasn't using anymore. You know, my wife is selling planters and things we're not using anymore. We're cleaning out. We're decluttering. You know, it's it's amazing if you've been in that impacted financially. You've got some money laying around you don't remember. You don't yeah. know about yeah. Uh, and even with all the social distancing, you can still sell some things pretty easily, generate some quick cash. The other thing I would say if you've been impacted financially is there's a lot of side hustle jobs available right now. Mm. Delivery services, there are some retail services, there are uh, there are some options out there that are paying cash quick right now, yeah. you know, decent yeah. incomes uh, that, uh, you know, if you got to provide for your family, look for some options. Uh, yeah. Go take advantage of those. But here's, here's I would say, just to answer your, your final question, uh, that is something that is just a mantra that we try to live by in our home and our family. And that's this focus on the positive, uh, you know, good. focus on the positive of this, the positives for your family, uh, the, 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 the time you're getting to spend together. I know if we just focused on the financial difficulties, it'd be easy to live with stress and anxiety and fear and battle with depression and emotional health and spiritual health, but focus on the positive right now. And then the second thing is celebrate some wins. There you you know, every, every day we have our daily win that we celebrate. Yeah. Uh, you know, we look at the positive and man, even if I'm able to still tie something, I'm celebrating that. Even if I'm still able to provide something, I'm celebrating that. Uh, you know, in our home, uh, we're, we're not able to do, you know, go out and do some of the entertainment things like we usually get to do as a family for budgeting and, and obviously just conditions you can't go out and do some things you know we found uh my wife found these little bitty small um uh shopkins toys uh, uh they're little okay. bitty toys and now they've yeah. made they're called real littles so they look yes. like, like yes. bigger items and they're yes yeah my kids think those are the coolest things we bought a really? jumbo pack on a target <laughs> and now we surprise them with some every couple of days That's hilarious. They're little inexpensive yes. Cheap yes. toys and my yes. kids think of, so they're trading them they're wheeling yes. and dealing yes. and and all those kind of things we bought a 15 dollar slip and slide there you uh, go that you hook a water hose up yeah to. uh you know it's just little things that we can celebrate i went down the slip and slide the other day come on video myself doing it come on bro you know just to have some fun i mean just focus on the positive find fun laughter is good for the for the soul you know that's great that's great uh, uh watch a funny show tell some jokes around a fire i mean just just focus on the positive you can right now god is still with us god's got all this figured out this didn't take any none of this took god by surprise he's not going oh my goodness what am i gonna do how are we gonna get through this uh you know god is god is using all this if we'll allow absolutely it. Well, thank you for listening in to that conversation today with Pastor Landon Oral and myself at the Grace Place. I hope it was a blessing to you as we discussed personal finances, some of the decisions you can make with budgeting and uh, how you uh, can just find the positive in these times. I hope it was encouraging to you. hope it was helpful. I just want you to know we're praying for you. We're here for you any way we can. We would love to hear from you. If you want to contact us, you can reach out at podcast at northtexas.ag. Or give us a call here at the office. And God bless you. Thanks for listening today.